Hey guys, it's your boy Dizzy. This is layman's terms. That's a weekly, uh, weekly little diary show here where I just uh, kind of recap the week and maybe just talk for a little bit. Just a kind of a more for me thing here. But if uh, if there was anyone that could connect, I guess you know I'm open to that. But yeah, this is a for me thing. Like most things, they should be right. Uh, what's going on today, guys? I'm tired. A little bit late on the episode this week because uh, yesterday was hump day. However, yesterday was also 12,418, which means uh, I turned 34 years old on New Year's Day, uh, January 2020. I'm 34 now, guys. Too old. Too old. Too old. Um, well, there was definitely some stuff. So what, I guess, uh, what was I talking about last week? I remember last week I really had, like, an idea of wanting to talk about diet and stuff. But I haven't listened to that episode in a while. I don't remember really, really what the tangent was. Wednesday. Last week. I think I intended to do another show. Another recording of, uh, one of these podcasts. But I didn't have anything really noteworthy to report. I felt like the previous episode was sufficient and, you know, whatever. This is good enough for me. I'm trying to think as what has happened in the last week of 2019. The last week of a decade. Um, there were no mics. So that kind of sucked. Did I even go out anywhere? I feel like I probably didn't even go out anywhere. I, wa- I, wa- I was thinking about going to catch that stuff, Huff Stuffer, I'm not sure what his name was, but he played a show on the 27th. But I was fucking broke. I had no money. And then uh, Ariel Isaac Norman thought she was playing on the 28th. But I guess that was a mistake. She mixed up her dates. But I was really excited to go maybe see her. Uh, their Gender Fluids podcast is pretty good sometimes. I like it. What else has been going on? Well, um, let's just tell you yesterday. Yesterday I, uh, I, had, I took the day off. <clears throat> and I spent more hours working on music than I had in a while. And it's kind of frustrating, too, because uh, I'm just kind of writing and mixing and recording and doing this new uh, new project it's, it's it's still me just doing music but it's like the the effort I'm working on now is so much better than everything I've done in the past and I'm just I'm eager to release it but I don't want to release it prematurely and I'm still having more ideas about arrangements at this point now everything's like record and now it's like no i need to approach the mix subtractively start taking things out to make it more interesting and finish mix finish mix let me fun finish one mix then i can finish more i like doing that maybe do something more creative like i said man i'm going to quit fucking writing all this selfish shit talking about how i help i hate myself or whatever kind of getting over that i still hate myself but you know it's a little bit of balanced out, a little bit more with a little bit of self-love these days, I suppose. Um, 
fuck? Did I tell you guys I got air fryer? I did. What else? What's going on? Um, <clears throat> I was really hoping I'd get my uh, 40 mics in before the end of the year. I didn't, though. My fault, I didn't go out to every possible open mic, and that's my fault for sucking as an open micer. I could have broke 40 if I went at every opportunity, and I should have. I almost got 40 um, when I was in Amarillo. After the show, they were saying there's an open mic, and I was like, oh, shit, is this going to be my 40? And I hung around, and I was going to see if they were going to sign up, but... Uh, there was no sign-up sheet, and then uh, I basically got turned away. Not sure what the deal was, but it didn't seem like it was that very open of an open mic. C'est la vie. Um, so, my um, next comedy outing will be tomorrow at... Uh, where are we going? It's the first Friday art trail, so we're going to be at Bad Axe. Bad Axe is throwing a little comedy thing. <clears throat> Should be fun. Um, I want to talk to Miguel some more. I really had not talked to him so much since the uh, Jess Reed thing. I think I felt like my confidence was misplaced. So I've just been a little bit more precarious with regards to Mr. Lozano. That's the guy's name. Mm-hmm. Dang, I sure do like my rocks. I got a nice pretty collection of rocks. Did I tell you guys I got some new rocks? I got a second Carnelian. And I got a second. What's it called? What's the other one I got? A second. Oh, dyed amethyst. I got it. The first dyed amethyst I got, I got it was kind of a purple, kind of a magenta kind of thing going on. It's real pretty. And this new one I got is like a dark, like emerald green. It's pretty. Amethyst is a cool stone. It's like a what a sobriety stone or something like that. That's what I like to call. It. I like to reduce things down to simple things layman's terms if you will Jesus Christ it's so fucking on the head on the head nail on the head I guess we could probably look at my you know that's the thing um this past week productivity has been down with regards to me making checklists or even doing the stupid tarot journal thing I've been bad with the commitment to that I don't know if it's been a tire thing I think it is a tire thing I don't know why. I want to say I watched... Uh, whose special did I really like? I know I watched Wolf's special. What's her name? Michelle Wolf. I liked her special. Ronnie Chang made me laugh real hard. <laughs> he has some good stuff in there. I like all that Texas material he's talking about. You guys know the motto is Texas is friendship. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah, Ryan Chang had some cool stuff. I wasn't into some of his little, uh, like he dropped Obama. And I was like, no, why you got to mess up your act by talking about Obama? <laughs> You're cool. Oh, well. He works on The Daily Show, so. I've got all my lists organized here. Like, all of my set lists that I have from previous shows. The idea is to consolidate and then reassess. Some of these previous days I'm tired right now Honestly Because I didn't sleep all night Because I was You know Tripping balls or whatever 
I'm looking at some of my previous checklists to see if there's anything. Yeah, I skipped from 12,412 to 12,417 the last day. I skipped like five days when it came to the checklist. Fucking dog needs a tic-tac, yo. Swear to God, fucking... Wake up in the morning and that fucking nose is right there. Or that mouth is on my nose. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like, girl, you need to brush your grill. I'm trying to brush my grill more often these days. I got brushed my teeth on my checklist once. It seems dumb enough, but like stupid things like an idiot like me won't do them. I'll go a whole day. I'm like, oh, I didn't fucking brush my teeth. That's disgusting. So now I'm trying to make it a point to do it at least two times a day. In the morning, at night. Come on. Getting too old to be treating myself like a child. However, here I am. A lot of people do dumb tattoos. I do do I did a dumb tattoo when I was twenty. <laughs> And then I didn't, do, I didn't do any tattoos for 13 years, just until last year. But when I was 20, I like to brag, I forgot how many I said there are. But I like to brag that I have like fucking 46 tattoos or something like that. But really it's just one eye chart. <laughs> and I like counted every letter and every line as its own little thing. I got a fucking Snellen eye chart exam put on my right arm when I was 20. And reasoning behind that is, like, I feel like I've talked about this on the show before, but that what the bleep do we know? And it's talking about all this different metaphysical and spiritual shit. And I was like, oh, that shit is tight. And uh, I had a guitar strap that had the eye chart on it. I thought it was cool. And then, uh, I know, I was thinking about how uh, eye charts, you know, testing your sense of sight, our sense of sight, bringing our primary means for decoding reality. The idea of questioning that uh, seemed like a good symbol for basically questioning reality, I guess, which is some straight up 20 year old bullshit. Anyhow, I bring it up because it's 2020. I'm like, oh shit. I don't know. I intend to be much more productive this year with regards to creative outlets. It sucks putting self-imposing deadlines on myself is good in the sense that it, f- it forces me to work. Otherwise, I'm lazy. But uh, then I pass those deadlines and I just uh, accumulative stress from that it sucks. And, um, damn, uh, I wanted to talk about something else, man, I tell you, uh, Dermot made me laugh last night, dude, I fucking looked at Twitter and he's like, feed me diamonds, I was like, what the fuck is this motherfucker so about? <laughs> oh, man, uh, that sucks, one of the older episodes, I was thinking about going through, I still have all my back catalog of the episodes I took down, when there was one episode, I was really talking about how cool Durbin is. He's talking about wanting to go out and do all this cool adventure stuff. He seems like a real cool adventurous dude. Seems like fun. Um, 
Sorry, guys. My brain's a little drained because I didn't sleep appropriately. And it sucks. It's like as I was falling asleep, I was like, "Oh, I got oh so many ideas! I can't wait to write the podcast! I can't wait to record the podcast! I have like so many things to talk about." Uh, and mostly drawn blanks over here, but forcing myself through this thing. I do want to continue. Oh, there's another thing I want to start doing this year. I want to start doing more uh, morning stretches or just stretching in general. I have a standing desk situation. I should really not be standing around or sitting down. I should be stretching. I do not stretch my limbs out as much. And I'm thinking, hey, maybe 2020 should be the year I can do the splits again. American and Chinese. Aha. Uh-huh. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, yeah. There's a um, Art Fit Lubbock here in town, and they have these um, pole dancing classes. I was thinking that should be fun and interesting. I might have to check that out this year, just for like a little fun experiment. Have some fun, maybe gain some experience. That'll be neat. I still need to make it back to uh, escape your body. Not sure how long I've had this tutu. I know I got this. I got Foxy, my Foxy Baphomet, right after I'd been to uh, the sensory deprivation tank. I'm gonna get back out there because I had fun. Really right in the train of thought. So I was, I was talking to a friend recently and I was like, hey, um, what's it like riding your train of thought? I feel like my train of thought, I follow it all the time. And sometimes I'm being curious, especially when I'm like hanging out with someone and they're not being that talkative. I'm like, where, where are your thoughts going? What's what's the scenery look like on your train? And, and then I know there's a, speaking of scenery on trains, it reminds me of there's a cover song originally performed by The Cure. I said, jumping someone's jumping someone else's train but I know it because it was covered by a band out of Atlanta called Horse. they're one of my favorite bands I'm looking forward to tattooing something from them on me because I like them so much not the name though they've got one of those names that can be real polarizing and also can you imagine search engine optimization when it comes to that name <laughs> what a nightmare um And guys, I'm tired. Uh, I checked out John Rabin today. He put like a six-minute episode. But I guess it's because he's in New York. I don't know why he's doing, but I'm excited for whatever he's doing. I really like John Rabin. He's real funny. Cantankerous, curmudgeon type, I'd say. I like the alliteration, the alliteration with that description. sometimes think about taking the uh, tarot slinging out of my little description I have for the podcast. Just because it seems like it's a trendy thing and I'm like, eh, I really want to associate myself with something that's trendy. It's probably better if I was just going to do this like do it in private. Have a private practice. Just something for my own sanity. You know? 
helps fr- it helps frame things i suppose it's fun it's a good little mental exercise it's a little work though you'll pull out all your cards and then you have to look at the cards and What do they mean to you? They might mean this, but what do they mean in context? Contextualizing tarot is... uh, It's fun and a little bit challenging sometimes. Sometimes it's easier than others. When it's easy, that's when it's like coincidental. It's like, oh shit, you're having a fight with your fucking partner and you got the upside down lovers? Watch out. Better watch out. (laughs) I don't know. It is stupid. I was, there's this uh, subreddit called Tarot Memes. Last night I saw I saw this one that was of a uh, someone did a spread, but all their cards were like handmade out of college ruled paper and had just had stuff drawn on them like Wand King, Seven Pentacles, handwritten. It looked like it was done by a child. It was pretty funny. I was like, what am I in? Like some tarot fucking uh, circle trick? <laughs> I love circle jerks, man. <laughs> I love uh, the vegan circle jerk. Uh, I had an idea. <clears throat> I thought this would be funny. If you can get like vegan stickers or whatever, and then go stick them on all sorts of things that are vegan, like the ground, that would be fun. It'd be fun to maybe stick it on a tree. Maybe stick it on something that's obviously not vegan too. I don't know. Fun little prank. <clears throat> 